Jimmy and the shotgun on third down, they blitz. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Are you aware prior to a game when you might come off the field for Trey Lance? It's a play action. Lance will throw wide open. Sort of. You kind of know what the situations. If he calls Trey in there, he calls Trey in there. It is what it is. The Rich Eisen Show. Can't think about it too much, I'd say. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Still to come. Oklahoma quarterback DJ Graham. 76ers head coach Doc Rivers. Plus, from All Elite Wrestling, Cody and Brandy Rhodes. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air. Doc Rivers is going to be joining us shortly here on the program in about 20 minutes' time. What is going on with him and Ben Simmons, the team and Ben Simmons, the city and Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons and all of the above? We'll hit on that with Doc Rivers when he joins us again in just about 20 minutes' time. Uh, we're about to make a, make a, a young man in the nation's heartland $1,000 richer and shower him with Gorilla Glue products. In uh, the toughest player on planet Earth name, image, and likeness award that the Rich Eisen Show hands out every week with our partners at Gorilla Glue. That's about to happen for DJ Graham of Oklahoma. But um, before we get to him, and I know um, you know he's, he's waiting, there is news that just broke out of Chicago. News breaking. Newsmaker line, Chicago, Illinois. (laughs) Matt Nagy says Justin Fields will start against the Cleveland Browns. Andy Dalton's got the old bone bruise in the knee. Yep. And so it begins. Unless Dalton is healthy next week. Unless Justin Fields balls out. And interestingly enough, it is in the state of Ohio where he will be making his first career start. Cleveland, oh, first of all, I can't wait Mm. because you got all those Browns fans who are also Ohio State fans, and they'll be just like, I I can't compute. I'm conflicted. Oh, this is great. (laughs) I'm loving that. You know I've got the the napkin tucked in and the knife and fork. That's a delicious meal for me to chew on. But I've also, I'll be consistent. This is why Justin Fields should have been starting against the Rams in week one. Not ready, doesn't do this, doesn't, but let him take his lumps. Uh-oh, yeah, he's not ready for Aaron Donald, but now he's got to be ready for Miles Garrett. What's the difference? <laughs> not a lot. You know, <laughs> the difference is, is we had to do it. It's a, you know, we had to do it. Well, invariably, you know, you're going to have to do it. I thought it would invariably be you had to do it because the howls from the fan base would just make it an untenable situation. But to Nagy's credit, he's sticking to his guns entire time. Plan was to keep him out as long as possible and sprinkle him in and get him up to speed and get him to learn and whatever. Well, now what? Deep end of the pool, Cleveland Browns, baby. Justin Fields v. Baker Mayfield. Here we go. Browns defense can pin their ears back? I don't know. Fields can escape that rush. I don't know. David Montgomery's, in my mind, a top 10 running back in this league. You could even push him up higher. Let's see. But this is what I'm saying. Get him going. Get him going. Because at some point, he's going to have to go, and that point's now. Wouldn't you have wished him to get in all these other reps? (laughs) I know in theory the answer is yes, but in practicality the answer was no. We got to be smart about it, all that. Stuff. Or he just wasn't ready. 
How is he? That means if he wasn't ready in week one, how is he ready now? How much? How much studying on the sideline and film learning and all well, that? He's stuff? He's ready now because Andy Dalton's injured. He's got to be ready now. Well, he has no choice. Correct. In There's week no one, choice. there was a choice. Like Albert said before, he's he's reading back play calls by memorization, not because yeah, and he Jared, knows them. And Jared Goff was needing a wristband. Jared Goff's on a new team. I mean, I think it's not the same, but well, what, I, what I'm saying is one 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 quarterback is learning a system and learning a league. The other quarterback has learned the league already, but it's still learning a system and needs needs the crutch. Jared Goff, Cal Bear needed a crutch of 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 a wristband, and even Peyton in the, in the Manning cast was saying at some point he's got to get rid of that because. But he's, but he's a veteran in the league. I mean, he's been in the league five years. Uh, we could literally parse this out down to the final syllable, but <laughs> the concept of apples to apples being that there is a veteran that needs a crutch to actually call a play, and there's a kid that actually needs to be brought up to speed to have the ability to call a play are the apples to apples that I'm pointing out right here. And there was a choice. I just thought it was the wrong choice. Did you think it was the right choice? Is that what you're, is that what you're intimating right here? I'm just saying, like, if you're going to start the kid week one, you don't, you don't have a veteran there because then you always start the veteran. Coaches always do that. We've seen this for years and years and years. Unless you draft him so damn high. And you've been waiting for a kid like this. Also, though, we, we never I'm saw practice. You. We don't know how he looked in practice. Of course, and we I know, know we're it. not there. I'm just saying you'd rather have him had that experience against Aaron Donald. They sprinkled him in a little bit all night long, getting his brains beaten in potentially here in Los Angeles. Would have been helpful. But now here we go. And I think he's never coming out. That's what I think. It's done. It's the wrap. Yeah, man. <laughs> you you're gonna say? I mean, unless he is so overwhelmed mm-hmm. and overmatched, I don't know. That they have to hit Just, the pause button. I don't know. I, I mean, him. Zach Wilson looked so overwhelmed and overmatched, and I have no problem with them throwing him back in because they have no choice. I think the Bears really have no choice. Not just because the kids. I mean, if the behind Jets, a guy if was the Jets injured. had Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton would be starting. No, I would be livid. Livid, if that happened. Because Livid. you realize the Jets probably Livid. aren't going to go very far, so Livid. he needs this time. Livid. Right? This time is valuable. Him getting his brains beaten in and being, you know, being lit up by a 12-year-old on TikTok, which is apparently just is happening right now. Everybody's sending me this video. Yeah. We'll show it later on here. That's helpful. All of it. The booze, helpful. All of it. The headlines. The 24-7, 365 roasting he might be taking locally in New York City. You're going to have to go through the lows, man. That's what I think. And if you can't handle it, you chose the wrong guy. We'll see. But that's the news out of Chicago. Let's change gears now. Let's give away $1,000 and free glue product because the name, image, and likeness laws in the college athletic world allow us to. We have hooked up with our friends at Gorilla Glue. Each week, we hand out the award called the toughest player on planet earth and this week we hand it to a kid at a position you want to talk about the toughest position on college planet earth (laughs) has to be in my mind right a defensive back in the big 12 12. where there's no conscience literally the big 12 offenses they play like they're 12 year olds hopped up on a bag of skittles playing a video game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 66 to 63 final scores right i mean just it's yep. nonstop. Yep. and so to me that's one of the toughest positions on planet earth and toughest player on planet earth at that position certainly this past week for oklahoma is dj graham 
known as DJ Graham II, on a fourth and long against Nebraska in a tight game, you know, with Nebraska on the plus side of the field, deep in Oklahoma's end, thrown for the end zone, DJ Graham leaps up and makes a one-handed grab, and it goes viral. Not only does it go viral on Twitter, calling one of the greatest interceptions of all time, but Trey Young is standing on the sidelines there right in front of him. Unreal. And he popped out his phone, and he recorded it, and it went on his Instagram, and it went everywhere. Ten tackles as well, seven solo in the game, uh, in three games played this season, and uh, converted wide receiver now playing defensive back. DJ Graham is uh, is our guy. Is he on the phone line right now, Christopher? Yes, he is. He is this week's Gorilla Glue, toughest player on planet Earth from the Oklahoma Sooners. Please welcome DJ Graham here on the Rich Eisen Show. Yes. Yes. How are you, DJ? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah, you're doing great. Uh, <laughs> congratulations on, on winning this award and holding down the, uh, the secondary along with your teammates for Oklahoma. Obviously, part of what put you on our radar screen was that one-handed interception that you came up with this past week. Uh, did you see Trey Young got that on his Insta? He put it on his gram. Did you see that, DJ? No, I, I did. Uh, matter of fact, even even before the game during warmups, I'm like, who's this? Who's this dude in this Malcolm Kelly jersey? I, I didn't even. I was like, wait a minute. I saw the big chains. I'm like, okay, it's got to be somebody big time. But no, I yeah, I had like. Of course, I saw it was everywhere, like Trey Young's view, and I saw Trey Young's reaction, which was, which was priceless. But no, it was it was really cool. It has to be really cool. Who else did you hear from after coming up with what people are saying is the interception of the year in oh, college man. football or in uh, football period? OU legends, um, Adrian Peterson, um, C.D. Lamb, Kenneth Murray, Kenny Stills, Aaron Colvin, just. Dudes that that are oh yeah Joe Mixon also like just you know oh you legends and it's it's so it is so weird to 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 be in the limelight like that especially amongst like you know players like that and and recent players also people players that I that I grew up watching and, and players that you know that that made such a big impact Odell has have you heard from Beckham Yes oh my goodness my idol like o- Odell was Odell was literally. That was literally my my idol, um, which was I, I guess I, I'm probably the most proud of that one. Uh, sorry, OU my OU uh, alumni, but sure. the Odell one that just that just blew me away. So how did what did he did he did he send you a, a message or did he DM you or did he put no, something on no, his? No, I'm not I'm not I'm not that big time yet. Um, <laughs> he just you know he mentioned me in the tweet. Uh, you know he said uh, oh, that was that was a heck of a grab, a heck of a pick, number nine. But, you know, that's, that's fine. That's, that was enough. That's all I needed. Well, I mean, look, uh, and, and it, it is not easy doing what you're doing. I mean, I can only imagine being a defensive back in the Big 12. You talk about being on an yeah. island. Oh, my gosh. You are on an island. Yeah. So, obviously, this is a spectacular single play. But what about your your approach to the game? You know, we, we, we've heard about you. We looked into it. That's part of the reason why we also – appreciate giving this award to you is your approach and i'd love for you to just put that one out there yeah um uh well my approach being a being a corner is first of all i mean it's football um mm-hmm. it's division one 
and you know there's there's the, on the other side of the ball there's a there's a person that is as athletic or more athletic as you, and it's just football and and football players are gonna happen. Um, so you have to accept that part that okay you're not gonna be perfect on every rep, and you're gonna get beat on some plays, and you have to have a short memory. Um, as a corner, my my coach my coach Ray Mickens, he always used to tell me. You can't you can't just linger. You can't keep lingering on on plays. You have to have a short memory. Put it put it put it in the trash in your mind, and and, and it's the next rep. Um, and the next thing you gotta have you gotta have technique. Um, everybody's good now. Everybody's fast. Everybody's big. If you don't have any technique, nobody's Deion Sanders. No, I mean you, I don't I don't want to I don't want a four one so or a four two. So I have to I have to bring technique to the table. And um. And I and then once I bring my technique to the table, my talent and uh, my ball skills will take care of everything else. And um, I would say the last one, uh, I I don't think a football player is not a football player without being physical. I don't think there's any any soft football players. Yes. Um, I think physicality is a big part. Of, it's, it's almost one of the name of the games in football. I believe if you're physical, uh, you have a you have an edge and a mental edge on on your opponent. And um, you know, and corners were not the biggest on the field. So when we do when we do get in, into certain altercations, we have to bring it and we have to bring we have to bring all of us. You know, we can't just we can't just put a soldier in there. Uh we have to bring it all. Okay. So, I love I think, this. I, I love this, DJ Graham, because, you know, one thing you did leave out is, is you know, fundamentals and being situationally smart. So I am mandated to say, since you are a Rich Eisen show, Gorilla Glue, toughest player on planet Earth, you do realize that the interception that got everybody's attention was on fourth down. You should have batted the ball down. Right, DJ? Oh, yeah. You're, you're aware of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Situation that I should have. Okay. Just want to make sure. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Lincoln Riley was thinking of challenging that hoping you didn't yes. not in fact grab it with your one hand and could come up with the wild play of the year because it cost yeah. a, a few yards of field position. Right, DJ? Nah. Yeah, I was a little, you know, I, was, I guess looking at it and uh, <laughs> when I was on the bench and I had a, I had a few minutes to think like, okay, I, I did pin them back, but, yeah, you know. See ball, get ball. See ball, get ball. Yeah, see ball, get ball. <laughs> <laughs> and then ballers like Trey Young – put you on Instagram accounts. And then uh, Trey Young wasn't the only uh, basketball player that day. I, I'm, I, I think yeah. Sean Kemp was there. Wait a minute. No, that's you coming to the game. Oh, Sean Kemp was there? No. <laughs> Is, aren't you coming to the game in, in Sean Kemp Gamers, DJ? Oh, I, hey, I didn't. That's, I thought Sean Kemp was there. I, no. I mean, I'm sorry. I thought that was you and a Sean Kemp gamer coming to the game. That's not oh, you. Oh, oh no, yeah, it was. No, no, yeah, that was uh, that was last week. Yeah, yeah I was in a, I, I, yeah, I was in a, I was in a little throwback Sean Kemp jersey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I thought that was you. So what's with the Sean Kemp jersey? What's with that? Well, well, Rich, uh, I'd break it. To, I do have a lot of jerseys. Okay. Um, I do have a lot. I have, a uh, matter of fact, the the greatest player of all time in basketball. I had have his home and away, Michael Jordan. Uh, I pretty much have okay. the greatest Lakers. You know, I have a lot of jerseys. So I was just thinking, I was like, you know what? I need to bring out a jersey. So I was like, you know, why not? Uh, why not bring out the the Sean Kim jersey? Okay. You know? well, well, now you know what you have, DJ Graham. You got glue. You got a whole bunch of glue coming your way. What needs fixing? <laughs> What needs fixing in your life, 
glue and tape. Oh, Gorilla yeah. Glue's giving you a whole bunch of stuff. And, if, of course, you know the check for 1000 bucks in your name, image, and likeness deal. What, what, do, what do you need? Oh, wow. What are you going to fix? What do you need to fix with your glue? You know what? I might. I don't know what I need to fix. I might just. I don't know. I might just take something apart and uh, just test the glue out. I might just do a bunch of. I might just tell my parents. I might just send this to my parents and just tell them, you know, hey mom, uh, just go ahead and break something. There you go. You know, let's see how good. Let's see how good this glue is. All right. Well, it's good. Don't worry about it. It's so good. It's so good. People are going to think that you you had it on your hands last week. That's how. That's how good it is, man. That's how good it is. Yeah. Well, DJ, congratulations on on uh, on everything that's yeah. going on with you. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on you throughout the season. Um, you definitely flashed, but you also have what it takes to be a football player outside the flash, and that's part of the reason why you're the toughest player on planet Earth this week. Thanks for the call. Thanks for everything. Appreciate Thank you it. So much, you got it. That's DJ Graham DJ. right here, the toughest player on planet Earth on the Rich Eisen Show. And the award is brought to you by Gorilla Glue, makers of high-quality adhesives and tapes. Much like the players, this award recognizes Gorilla Glue brings toughness and strength to even the most difficult household projects and repairs, including something that uh, Xander knocked over in our house just the other day. <laughs> Gorilla Glue for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. Love it. I love meeting these kids, man. Yeah, it's cool. Love meeting these kids. Cool stories. I know. Cool stories and just like a defensive player to say, I, I will wreck something just to put it back together. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's take a break. Doc Rivers on the other side. What is up with Ben Simmons, his relationship with him, the organization's relationship with him, and more. That's next. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. All right, I've got my box of goodies still uh, from the box. Of, you're gonna. This. Uh, this is. These are some relics here. Here's one relic. Uh, when Paul Tagliabue said he was retiring, and then there was a wide open competition, if you will, for commissioner of the NFL on NFL Total Access. I decided to have a campaign oh, sure. where I would be commissioner. Of course. And they made up buttons. That's a Rich Eisen for commissioner button <laughs> that got made up. Right there. And I used to wear it sometimes on my suit. And do people still do buttons in 2021? I don't know, but back this they was in like oh five, oh six, oh seven, or whatever. Wow. And now here's something from my ESPN days. Now, TJ, this is I think a good lesson for you. Okay. In that you're going to hear all sorts of crap from people, certainly online. You see everything. That's part of your job is to see everything, and and. Nothing is personal. It mm -hmm. really shouldn't be taken as such because everybody's got opinions just like you know what's, right? True that. So this came across, I put these two together, these two things together at my <laughs> beginning at ESPN to teach me that lesson. I tacked it up against the wall. Mm -hmm. Two different emails, because back in the day on SportsCenter, they were asking people for help on the did you knows that ended SportsCenter. Remember, the, every SportsCenter, did, did, did you know? know? So that we would always rely on research. So sometimes they said, hey, email research. Love it. And that was like, so these are two emails that I got. Put it up on the screen. The top one, did you know? Okay, somebody wrote in, did you know Keith Olbermann and Rich Eisen are the best SportsCenter anchor since the beginning of time? Oh. Right? <laughs> then, that was in 97, in 96, somebody sent to Did You Know, Did You Know That Rich Eisen is Actually a Circus Monkey Dressed in a Poorly Tailored Suit, and That Is Why He Is a Completely Incompetent Sports Broadcaster. Two different suggestions uh -huh. for Did You Know. And I taped them together. <laughs> That's awesome. And I would, you could see there was a, there's a hole up here. I pinned it to the board that was in my prefabricated cubicle at, oh, yeah. at ESPN. And then when I cleaned out my desk, I unpinned it mm -hmm. and I took it with me and I put it in a shoebox <laughs> that sat in my office That's awesome. that I just opened up after however long it's been. I have not seen this in a long time. I thought about it, huh? <laughs> and I am still two things. One of the best sports center anchors of all time and a circus monkey dressed in a poorly tailored suit. <laughs> <Circus monkey. laughs> so that's kind of a message yeah. that you're going to hear all different opinions yes, and indeed. don't take any of them. Don't read the comments at all. Don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. But, well, yeah, that was it back in the day. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> right here on the Rich Eisen show on NBC Sports on Peacock, this Rich Eisen show radio affiliate terrestrial and Sirius XM channel 211 and odyssey these are all our new partners essentially after a long time that we were on the air uh, on audience uh right here on the campus of then direct tv now at&t the reason why i bring it up one of our first guests that we had in studio was when he was a uh, head coach of the los angeles clippers doc rivers came by mm -hmm. diehard bears fans always liked talking about the bears 
Uh, he's but there's there's some other items on the agenda right now. He's uh, got a new podcast coming out, and he's also got uh, a player who is very famous who apparently doesn't want to play for him anymore. <laughs> is he on the phone line right now? Yes, sir. Okay. A new documentary podcast is out. It's called It Was Said Sports, featuring some of the most important and inspirational sports speeches throughout history. Folks like Muhammad Ali, Billie Jean King, and Hank Aaron. It's written and directed by noted historian John Meacham, but narrated and uh, I hosted, I, I think you, one could say, by none other than the coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, Doc Rivers, who's back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. How are you, Doc? Rich, I am doing fantastic. Uh, my Bears won last week. Yes. Uh the podcast is out. Okay. Uh, with John Meacham. Everything's good. Okay. That's good. So let's take this uh, one at a time. We'll put a pin in the Bears and we'll pull that one later. Um, so <laughs> so you now get to say what many people in the world said, including myself. Is I have a podcast. You get to say these words now, Doc. Yeah, can... those are words I can tell you I never thought I would ever say. <laughs> um, I, I am, uh, you know, I've never done anything like this, but John Meacham who, if you don't know, you should know. He's one of the great political writers of our time. Uh, he actually wrote John uh, uh, Joe Biden's uh, acceptance speech, President Biden's acceptance speech. And he called and said, hey, would you like to do a podcast together? And I'm thinking, an NBA coach and a political writer, what do we have to talk about, number one? Mm -hmm. and, and can we pull this off? I thought it was just so interesting that I jumped for it, and I've, I've had a ball doing it. And so you spoke to Al Michaels, Urban Meyer, Stray, Michael Strahan. And so each each one of these podcasts includes a conversation based on a famous sports speech that you're pulling on some of the threads at the, from the speech of the time and how it works today. Is that the way that this works? Yeah, really not only just a speech, but sports happenings like um, Henry Aaron, uh, Chase, uh, to break Babe Ruth's record, you know, mm -hmm. talking to people. I tell you, the Dusty Baker stuff is, is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, just what Hank Aaron went through. Uh, you know, Muhammad Ali and just, you know, what he went through with not going uh, to the draft and going, you know, through his career and what he stood for. Tim Tebow's speech, you know, the promise. Uh, and talking to Tim and Urban Meyer. Uh, hmm. You know, the, the first one came out last week, and that was the 9-11 uh, Jack Buck, if you remember Jack Buck's speech, you know, mm -hmm. and, and the role that sports plays in in society, and it's bigger than just sports sometimes. So it's 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 been great. I, I tell you, for me, mm -hmm. the interviews were great, but doing the readings for me, I found them to be very difficult. Now, I have to say this, Rich, this yes. is hard for me to say but I have new respect for you. Um, <laughs> uh, let me just say that because being a narrator is not easy. It is you not. You learn the enunciate all the words. Mm -hmm. I'm a lazy talker half the time, but you don't realize it until you have to read stuff. Well, plus, you know, I mean, you shoot your voice, uh, you know, you shoot it basically between November and, you know, June, right? I mean, so yeah. you just, you're, you're screaming, you're yelling, you got to save your voice, but your voice is definitely distinct. So uh, w what did you learn, Doc? I mean, the, 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 did you interview Dusty for, for the Hank Aaron episode? Is that Yeah, you know, the Dusty stuff was really cool. And, and that, you know, obviously the pressure that, that Hank was under, but the pressure the whole team was under. 
but you learn other stuff more, like Dusty was talking about when they travel. Uh, all, you know, all the black players, no matter what city they would go to, you know, obviously they had problems eating at restaurants and uh, staying at hotels. But the stars of every team would invite the other black players from the opposing teams over to dinner. He said every trip you went on, you would go over someone else's house uh, and and have dinner uh, and sit and talk. Um, and that's just the black players. It's like so when they go to Cincinnati, Pete Rose would invite them over. So it was just really interesting to see the camaraderie that the sports had uh, back in, in baseball. Uh, some really neat, neat stuff. Tim Tebow told a really cool story about after he said the speech, he was in the elevator, and a bunch of reporters were in there, but he had his hood on. They didn't know he was in there. And they were talking about, can you believe that guy said that speech? That was awful. <laughs> and, <laughs> no way. So, really? Oh, so yeah. It was just really cool to, to hear all these guys and all their stories. Did he take his hood off and say, my floor is here and just get off and then press all the other buttons and then run out the, the elevator? <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah, he should have, but you know, as in Tim Tebow's way, that is not. Word, they got off first, and then he went right back up to the locker room and said and went and start working out. That's what Tim Tebow would do. See, that's it. I'm more spiteful. I'm, I'm a definitely yeah, more spiteful too. New Yorker. Uh, Doc Rivers here on the Rich Eisen Show. Again, the documentary, It Was Said Sports, uh, with some terrific stories, some terrific speeches, memory lane stuff, and then, as uh, Doc just pointed out, make you smarter and you hear some great stories. Season one launched on September 8th. New episodes available Wednesdays, wherever you get your your podcasts. Doc, uh, let's let's get to the here and now uh, with, with you and your team and the Woj bomb, as it is said in our profession, about a conversation that Ben Simmons reportedly had with the franchise, and you are part of said franchise as the head coach, that he had never intends to put on a Sixers uniform again. Is that what he told you, Doc Rivers? Well, he didn't say it in that word, but it's, it's so, you know, it's funny, Rich, for us, it wasn't much of a bomb because we already knew it, but for the world, it was, I guess the world, that's being, uh, mm-hmm. making us feel like we're a lot more important than what we really are. Uh, but for sports fans, it was, mm-hmm. um, but with that doesn't mean that's going to happen. Rich, you've been around sports long enough. Yes. Guys, I'm never coming back. I don't want to come back. And then the next thing you know, they're back. Um, and so, you know, we don't take it lightly. Uh, we do understand um, the frustrations. We understand, uh, and you understand this, when you're in sports and uh, you have your dream of winning something and it doesn't happen for you, uh, the mental toll that that takes on you and each individual. And so this has happened more than, than we know, uh, than you know, I would say. Um, but, yeah, so we don't take it lightly, but we intend to get Ben back, and, and we wanted that, to have him back. Well, in terms of that, Doc, uh, what did he say were the issues? Um, now, uh, some you know, many of them are completely obvious. I mean, the the fans' reaction to his playoff series, um, and of course, him not dunking a ball and passing it was sort of a microcosm of of whatever potential problems he was having or going through. What what? Yeah, what? I mean, I think it's all that. But you know, it's funny. Like that one play got so much play, and people forgot that. He did make a pass, and, and uh, Matisse got fouled. Matisse missed one and made one tree throw. So that play was only – it cost one point. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Uh, we didn't come up empty on that play. 
Uh, having said that, it's, it, I'm not going to get into all the things um, that that he voiced. Uh, a lot of it was past stuff that um, you know happened years ago. Um, obviously, the frustration on how um, you know just things went doing the playoffs. You know, but one of the things I kept reminding Ben of, and I remind fans of, is that Trey Young was five for twenty-four in Game Seven. Uh, he wasn't five for twenty-four because no one was guarding him. He was five for twenty-four because Ben guarded. Him. You know, and Ben has a value, Rich, um, to the team that is not as obvious as being a great scorer. You know, it's so easy to look at a guy he had thirty points. And you can equate that value to the team. It's very difficult to see the value that Ben Wallace has, or Dennis Rodman has, or Charles Oakley has, or Ben Simmons has on the team because he's, he doesn't score uh, as natural as some of the great guys, but he does so many other things for our team. But what about the statement that, again, uh, this is one of the many reasons why I'm, I'm bringing him up to you, is because these are what's being discussed. Uh, in the media and certainly being reported that your comment after game seven when asked a direct question in your post-game press conference of whether Simmons could be a a point guard on a championship team, your response was, I don't know how to answer that right now, and that is apparently what he is so pissed about. Yeah, but that's a great example, and and Rich, we've known each other a long time. I don't think I've ever said, that's a great example of the media misleading something i'm saying okay but i'm gonna say that and and i said that if people didn't even take it the next day what i said was the guy it was the first question after game seven and i said exact words guys i'm not answering that question Uh, i don't even know how to answer that question right now um i was answering the question not about ben that i was saying that the question was stupid (laughs) And, and so i'm not answering that it had nothing to do with Ben, and, and what was disappointing is everyone on that call, on that, on that Zoom call, because that's what we do after games, yes. knew that. What, that's what I was talking about. And then the next day, this thing takes its own life. And you know me, I don't get out and try to, I'm not going to call people, that's not what I said, um, but I have the opportunity to do it now, and I'm doing it. Um, and it's obvious. All you have to do is go back and play it. Um, What's been reported that I meant wasn't true. Um, And I said it the next day after that. I said, I absolutely believe we can win a world championship with Ben Simmons. And just the last one on this subject for you, Doc. I mean, you've been around uh, the block many, many, many times, certainly in the Northeast. Even if you and Ben Simmons or the franchise and Ben Simmons can, can, can get together and Ben's issues that he has can be bridged in the same way look at uh, green bay did with rogers i mean it was the same thing throughout the offseason you as a bears fan i'm sure you're rooting for the other result with rogers not showing back up in green bay but you know it can happen what about him with the fans it just seems that the fans and I, i that was my assessment ben simmons is a terrific player but in philadelphia he's maybe no longer a viable athlete there how how do you, you know, do, how do you, you do with that? Viable if you win. You know, I, I listen. They, I, I protected Ben all year as far as with the fans and the, this crazy narrative somehow they have about him. Uh, Ben's terrific. I know that. Our players know that. Uh, and but the only way to quiet the fans is we have to win. And and that's 
but I, you know, listen, I don't want to get too dramatic here, hmm. but isn't that what makes sports great? Like every year, every year, you know, Chris Weber's speech in the Hall of Fame uh, was phenomenal because he talked about not ever winning a title, but having the opportunity every year, each year after I don't win the title, to come back and lace my shoes up and try to do it again and answer the critics and face the fire uh, and put yourself out there. That's what makes sports so great because when you actually are able to pull it off, you realize two things, how hard it was is the one thing, which I don't think people appreciate how hard it is to win. And, and, and so, um, and then the second thing is that you can face the fire and, and go through it. And that's what makes it great. So, yeah, that's the only way to quiet them, uh, Rich, is by winning. So where does everything stand right now? What's your game plan here, if it is in fact true as part of the Woj bomb that you, that that there's been no communication since since he told you his intention to stay away from training camp? Well, there's been no communication over the last couple of weeks, um, but we we still talk to his agent. Um, uh, several players still talk to uh, to Ben. Um, you know, I always look at, you know, you, you use Aaron Rodgers as an example. I, I remember the, the Spurs trading Sean Elliott you know, and the physical failed. And he said, I'll never play again there. Um, he comes back and they win the title together. Hmm. So as you know, and I know things can change, but we just got to keep communicating and, and getting through to them and maybe we can change. And then the other part of it is Ben does have a four-year deal. So this is all really in the team's hands on what we want to do. And we're just going to do what we feel is right for the team. And I think that's the most important part. Then that is to keep Ben Simmons right now. Yes. Okay. Right now. Doc Rivers here on the Rich Eisen show. Do you think Justin Fields should be starting? What do you think? What do you think about that? I, know. I, I trust the coach. I, I trust coach Nagy. You know, I don't want Justin Fields to get out there and get hurt um, from, from lack of blocking. Um, but I do love him. I think he's going to be an excellent quarterback. Sometimes we have to be patient. Um, in this world, is that a word anymore, patient? Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, no I, I, I know. It's just, you know, the, the concept of take your lumps now and, you know, can, can get you where you need to go faster. You know, you take a look at Justin Herbert year two. If, if he had sat yeah. last year, you know, he'd be taking his lumps now. Just that whole concept. Obviously, you just don't know how the lump taking can actually leave an, a permanent mark literally or, or, or stunt the growth. That's, that's well, obviously the connection. And, and, you know, Justin Herbert is more of a fallback quarterback where Fields is so athletic and runs, um, you know, I think he would actually take more lumps, let's say. So, you know, I love the Bears. It's my team. Um, I'm frustrated not really with the coaching. It's um, more sometimes with <laughs> With our our picking process, mm -hmm. let's just say that. Uh, and so, uh, I feel like he's in good hands. So, where all podcasts can be acquired right now, um, everybody should check it out. Some fascinating stuff from speeches and discussions and interviews with Doc Rivers and uh, that that one with Urban Meyer and and uh, Tim Tebow. Were they together? Did you get them together? Or you no, separately? I got them separate. That yeah. would have been phenomenal. That but I did been. get them separate the same day. And what was great is you could tell they have been together for so long. Right. Each one told the same story a couple of times without the other one being there. And I was like, wow, these guys are really tied together. 
Doc, thanks for the time. Really appreciate it. Uh, at Doc Rivers on Twitter. And of course, this documentary podcast called It Was Said Sports, where all podcasts can be acquired. New episodes available on Wednesday. Episode one is already out. Don't go anywhere uh, without It Was Said Sports in your phone. Doc, thanks for the time. Thanks, Rich. Tell Susie I said hi. I will do that. that by the way, those are her favorite words in the history of this show. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Tell Susie I said hi from the guys. That's Doc Rivers right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Mm. <laughs> Let's text her and tell her Doc said hi. What do you think? Sixer fan? I, I think he's, I think right now he's going to be there. And Well, look, they have to, they have, I mean, they have to make sure that he's there so they get the best trade value for him if that's what they really want to do him coming back and just saying we're going to do it again he basically said he's got four years left on his deal yeah i mean look four years left on a deal we were the number one team last year in the conference it's just like i you know obviously you get caught up in the rapture as they say in the heat of the moment but you've calmed down a little bit now and it's like we're not going to get value for him so we got to find a way to make it work because dame lillard unfortunately isn't coming through the door just yet. Oh, so just yet. <laughs> so, just again, thinking about it here, that even that this is why I think the Jets had to get rid of Sam Darnold for a new coaching staff not to own his three years of misfortune and injuries and 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 everything that had been done to him and not enough for him and all that. Don't. Don't saddle that on a new coaching staff. The difference is here is that, you know, obviously it's not a new coaching staff. But the point I'm trying to make by pointing out Darnold is that had Darnold stayed, and even if he had won a couple games, two, three, four games, and then it didn't materialize, it was like, same thing. Different coaching staff, same thing. And now what? That even if... Ben Simmons and everybody kisses and makes up and he realizes what Rodgers, I guess, realized in Green Bay is I'm not being traded. So I'm either staying home or threatening to retire. And neither of those are great options because I like to play. And that if that is, in fact, finally dawning on Ben Simmons and they do get together and they do have a regular season similar to last year and the playoffs hit and he starts missing free throws and passing up shots. Oh, boy. Then you're back to square one. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I think all Ben has to and, do is just take that, take a shot. Like, I think we'd ra- I'd rather see him go 0 for 12 than 0 for 1, to be completely honest with you. Right. And I think the fa- as a fan, I'm sure that's what just the effort. He says he wants him back. Imagine sitting in that room and him saying, yeah, this is not going to work out. They haven't spoken in two weeks. We'll take a break. We'll come back. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. Set up the rest of our show. The Rhodes family. Cody and Brandy will talk a little wrestling. More football. Coming up.
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Okay, a couple of uh, notes that wound up being at the bottom of the shoebox that I hadn't seen in them <laughs> over a year because we're moving offices. Thank what you. kind of box is that, Rich? Uh, a Kohan collection shoebox. Okay. Comfortable shoes, man. Um, <laughs> after I was nominated for my first Emmy Award Ooh. at uh, NFL Network, big moment for me. I haven't seen this in years. This is on NFL Film Stationery. Rich, congratulations on the Emmy nomination. You have not only done well, but you have made everyone around you better. Wow. That's the oh, mark of a great wow. studio host. Good luck, Steve. That is oh, man. amazing. That's you gotta get cool. that framed. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why I didn't before, but. Wow. And it was a big moment for me, man. Because, I I, you know, leaving. Uh, vindication. It, it, yeah. just, it was so yeah. big. Everything was so big earlier on. And, and you know. It, and and it all started off on a very neat note. Steve Bornstein, uh, who, who I, I said is my, I call him my rabbi, an all-time great executive, sports executive. I, I say he was so smart he hired me twice at ESPN <laughs> and then NFL Network. And I remember talking to him, you know, uh, I remember talking to him early on when we were, you know, he was talking to me about coming to NFL Network and what was going on at ESPN. And I just said, you know, the thing that really, kind of upset me to be honest mm-hmm. was that they had all these sports center anchors that they were doing bobbleheads for and i wasn't one of them oh were you still like, there at that point i was there of course okay. and i'm like that just shows you that they don't view me as marketable right like they don't view me as a face front marketable person that they're going to do that so i told that to steve bornstein and i got a note from him when i finally agreed to be with nfl network and here's the note Right here. In his voice, Rich? Welcome uh, to NFL Network. I can't tell you how pleased I am that you're my new quote-unquote franchise go-to guy, number one draft pick. You will, you have all, you are always, you have always been bobblehead worthy to me. <laughs> that's dope, man. Steve. And, oh yeah, and you got one. That's it. And he handed that. And what came along with that note was this bad boy. There's only a handful of these. We've had this one up on the wall for a while. Yeah. But that's the story behind this bobblehead. Really. Reggie. Is that he created a handful of bobbleheads? He had one. I got one. 
You know, some other people who helped launch NFL Network got one too. They used to give it to the That's employee dope, of the month. Man. I got one, Rich. But I have not seen the note in forever. Yeah, actually, that was a great idea. The note was at the bottom of this box yeah, right underneath the this two Steves, Sable and Bornstein. That's great. That's probably when you get a bobblehead. You know. I do not have a bobblehead. Employee of the month. So there you go. Yeah. Those are some interesting notes. How about that? Should, they're in great shape. You know why? Because I haven't seen them in a long time. <laughs> That's my favorite impression you do, by the way. Steve Boyston. Hey, Richie hey, Boy. Richie hey, Richie Boy. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. I got my bobblehead right here. I've been telling stories during for radio audience during the, the, the commercial breaks uh, of radio, but we're back on Peacock earlier. So if you want to see more Rich Eisen Show, you can always uh, check out our Peacock feed, Peacock. PeacockTV.com. All the... Memorabilia's and tchotchkes that are been at the bottom of these boxes that I haven't seen in a long time because they've been sitting in storage. And in the same way that my wife says, get your crap out of here and put it in your studio, NFL Network said, get your crap out of here. And we're putting them <laughs> in boxes and we're sending it to you. The good thing is that I still have my job. So last time I, a network put my stuff in boxes, it was to tell me to get out. <laughs> Different situation. Yeah. Here you go. There's some photographs I haven't seen in forever and a day. So I've been going down memory lane. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here. Let's go to take this phone call. Lonnie in Los Angeles. Haven't spoken to you in a while. How you been, Lonnie? Hey, man. How you doing? It's been a while. What's going on? Oh, man, I got a couple of Peyton Manning tidbits for you that you may not know. Okay. You watching his Manning cast, him and Eli? You watching that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I I, I dig it. Me too. I got something for you that you may not be aware of. Okay. I was watching a program a few years ago where they had Jim Brown and Gail Sayers on the show. So the host was asking him about fantasy football. So he asked Jim Brown, he said, um, what would you, who would be your backfield mate if you had to pick anybody? He said, I'd pick Gail Sayers. So he said, um, who would be the quarterback? He said, Johnny Unitas. So they got around to Gail Sayers. They asked Gail Sayers the same thing. He picked Jim Brown. But the quarterback he picked was Peyton Manning. Mm. Also, mm-hmm. I got something for you that you're old enough to know. Dan Deardorff was doing an Indianapolis Colts game. And he said something that always resonated with me. He said, for all you young people who've never seen Johnny Unitas play, this is what it used to look like. So, Put that's on. why I've always picked Johnny Unitas as the greatest quarterback in NFL history. You know, we and we and thanks for the call, Lonnie. Did we we did a uh, on uh, on <laughs> on um, our our Hall of Fame coverage this summer a Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks because you know Peyton was going in and none of us included Johnny Unitas and boy did Twitter light up at us big time like what is your malfunction. You know, I I put Brady and Manning and Elway and Montana. Those are my four. That's the whole thing with Mount Rushmore is you're never going to get it right. But it was Elway, Montana, Brady, and Manning. How can you get that wrong? You know, that's not yours. You'd swap out Peyton Manning, I know you. No, 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 I would have Peyton Manning. I was a big Peyton Manning fan growing up. Uh, I don't know if Joe Montana's in there. Oh, them's fighting words, bro. Yeah, I remember when you guys did that segment. I wanted to talk about it, so I'm glad we're them doing that is right now. fighting words. 
Come on. I think it's easy to... Well, I he, mean, he played in a very comfortable era of no free agency. So he had the same players on his team every year for a decade plus. Right. So did, I mean, so, so did, did everybody. So did no, everyone they, no, they didn't, no, they didn't. Well, not, not since two... Right. Uh, obviously, when free agency came into being in the middle, it was right in the middle of the the Cowboys or, or right after the Cowboys um, triplet run. So, but I, I, I mean, you can't sit there and say Jerry Rice would have walked or John Taylor would have walked or whatever. We don't, I mean, we don't know. But so then you <laughs> where don't. Where are they going to go? So then you don't. Where, include, where are they going to go? Whoever pays them the so most. So you think that's yeah. what everybody does now? So, yeah. you, so you think you remove you? You have to include more modern day people because I think I'm just more. I'm more in the modern era because free agency and having that sustained excellence, making your teammates better. That's a that's important. Who's your four? So then you haven't given me your four. I'm still thinking about it. Who's your four? Man, I don't. Four greatest quarterbacks. You know, I and I love I love doing these things. Well, and, Bra- and, Brady's one, so we're the other one. three. Brady's one, and you know, I always love to pay respect to those who came beforehand, right? But mm-hmm. I, I never saw Johnny Unitas play football. I know that Johnny Unitas. I know is great. I never did either. You know, I know he's yeah. great. I never saw him though, so it would be hard for him me to put him on my Mount Rushmore, even though I know he probably should be on. Mm-hmm. So that's tough, but. You know, obviously Joe Montana, from me being a teenager, one younger, of the greatest like, quarterbacks he of was all the time. man. So you have to say Brady, you have to say Montana. Yeah. But what's the difference between Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw? Um, there's, no, there's, there's, a, it's just a different flavor in what you liked and what you didn't like. You know, I don't know. Montana was always the king of winning at the very end and winning when you needed him most, yeah. and I, that's why I put him up there. I mean, you, the name the dude's name was Joe Cool, and that I mean it sounds good, I but like note, he was I mean, he was Joe Cool. Give like it he, up. I put a Notre yeah, Dame guy on the I list. Get, I get it. What yeah, else? So is, go for it. What, what do you got? It's hard, Rich, but I'll tell you this much, right? I've said this for years about Aaron Rodgers. I know Brady is recognizes the goat. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers makes throws that I've never seen another quarterback well, ever make. We so can have this conversation, like, and about ten years from now, Mahomes is on it, and I'm kicking somebody's off. Yeah. You know, that's but, a, this but, is John really El- but John Elway did it before Aaron Rodgers. Did that's it. why he's yeah. on my list. Yeah, true. That's why he's on my this list. This is man, that, it's a tough one. Well, that, you got to do mean, it. I did yeah. it, so you got to do it. Now. I'll go Brady. Yeah, Montana. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Is it Elway or is it Marino? Oh man, this is tough. Yeah, man. Gotta, I'm down with Elway, and I'm going to put Mahomes on. He's he's okay. So what is it? What's your Mount Rushmore? It's it's Brady, it's Peyton, it's Elway, and it's Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so you're going more you're more up to speed of uh, modern day. All right, wow, put Mahomes on there. I mean, it, it's a little Four, it's a little early. Five but years in, I got it. No, but he's it's incredible. Early, but Chris has got a great point. Like Patrick yeah. Mahomes is going to. I know he's going he's, to be on it. He's front loading the longevity that yeah. is required. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. All right, Brady. He's working Montana. it out. Do you need to phone a friend? I mean, I feel like I'm Regis all of a sudden. What do you need? Elway. You're going to get 50-50. <laughs> yeah, Marino was on. I think Kurt's list. I thought. I forget. He was Marino was on somebody's list. I'm gonna go Marino. Okay, so what do you got? Marino. So it's Bra- what Brady. What is it? Marino? Yeah. Oh, I mean Brady. Yeah. Montana. Yeah. Marino. Yeah. And Dak. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Aikman. Let's go. I'm yeah. going with it. <laughs> so, so your your Mount Rushmore is is who again? Oh, One man. more time. Brady. Marino. Ma- Montana. Right. Aikman. 
<laughs> there you have it. I got to be a Dallas Homer. I think people are expecting this from That's me. Okay. So, okay. Know. Giving the people what they want. Yeah. You're a giver, man. But it's tough, man. He, That's a tough once one, again, Rich. he did not take the middle key. 844-204-RICH. <laughs> Number to down. Brandy and Cody Rhodes coming up. Still here on Peacock. Did I not take the middle key? Because as I said, my back was turned. I didn't see which key I picked, and I've never watched the episode. You so. definitely did not take that. So you're like the guy who loses the Super Bowl and then never watches the game I, film. I, I have it recorded on my TV. I've never watched it. Wow. He can't watch. Why would you watch back? I, I, I mean... Look, you're gonna learn from your mistakes. Man. I yeah, was. It's game I, it was the greatest. <laughs> one of the greatest thrills of my career to be on the Daily Show with John Stewart. I cannot watch that appearance back. It was yeah, terrible. I've never seen it. It's game film. It's we terrible. can't find it. It's but not, you know what? You know internet. what I have watched. Oh, I YouTube. Yeah, I oh, oh, we've looked. looked. He's looked. We've looked. You know what I've watched multiple times though. I'm so happy about that. Is you guys' reaction video. The, what we did live I mean, that day. Yeah, I've watched that so many. As a matter of fact, I watched it last night and I laugh about something new <laughs> almost every time. I've watched that, but no, I've never seen the episode. It's sitting there, just haven't watched uh, it. Why would you? I mean, it's not like you're going to go back on that show again. You can't, right? You're not going to wait back 10 on. years. Is that is, what it is? It's a little ridiculous to make you wait that long, right? <laughs> Ten years. Ten that years. A it's wow. a right. That's a long time. That is a long time. That is a long time. This music is the introducing the products music. And here's TJ. <laughs> it's either $84 or $54. Yeah. And TJ, the Orville Redenbacher the... popcorn machine. TJ? 47? I'm going to say uh, 54. 54, Rich. Very good. I shouldn't listen to those people. I have a picnic basket right now, but no. <laughs> Every time I hear that music one more time, you know what I think of? <laughs> I think of the old Johnny Olsen saying the words, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> Parquet. This this music reminds me of a my summer childhood. day. That's man. my show. That, it really it, does. that reminds me. It really of, does. You know, it reminds like, me of a summer day in the eighties. Yeah, singing <laughs> Seals and Croft, man. Seventies for me. Snow 70s. day. You're watching the prices, right? Yeah, you're out man. Of Snow day. You're out of school. Get smart. Just ended. Get smart. Courageous man. Cat Minute Mouse was coming on. Oh, well, yeah. I never missed school. Unfortunately, I was one of those kids. So, so for me, so was I. it was always summertime <laughs> when I we were going to play picks at four o'clock on Channel Eleven. Picks. He's referring to WPIX, the local affiliate. They would have a video game, and you would call in as a kid, and you would say picks, and it would be like hitting the button. Shoot, like laser. Yeah. So you would just call and go picks, 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 and just shoot shoot stuff. And if you gained enough points, you got like a free ticket to Skate Odyssey or something like that. Kids nowadays, man, you don't understand. Your childhoods aren't They don't understand. But you know what? These days, they can believe it's not butter. That's the difference. They've seen a TikTok video telling them about butter. (laughs) 